Welcome to the Beside Project, an exploration of where the end of life and Judaism intersect. My name is Sarit, and I'm out to uncover what wisdom and rituals Judaism provides for the dying, for the people caring for the dying, and for what comes next. This is the podcast where we'll learn from the stories of those most closely connected to the end of life journey. Hi, my name is Sarit. I'm 36 years old. I live in New Jersey, and I've started something called the Beside Project. The Beside Project is an exploration of where death, dying, and Judaism intersect. And the reason I'm starting this is because I'm really interested. And I'm not just interested because one day I will die, um, but I'm interested because the people I love will die. And my friends and family have had to confront deaths on their own and in their own lives. And I have realized that I am not as well-equipped as I want to be. And I have heard from others that they are not as well-equipped as they want to be. And it wasn't until recently that I decided to devote most of my time and energy into focusing on this topic. About two years ago, I learned about death doulas through an article that I read and immediately looked up when the next training was for an organization called ANELDA, which stands for the International End of Life Doula Association, and signed up. I immediately went and signed up for a training. And it was at this training that I realized being a death doula means being on call. And unfortunately, at that point in my life, I was unable to dedicate myself in a way that I could be responsive to the needs of somebody else, um, either working solo or working as part of a team. And so I did this training and I took the knowledge with me and I went back to my full-time work and to my life. And I held on to the experience very closely and shared it with friends and family, but never really dove into that world. And then this past May, I gave birth to my first child, to my daughter. And while I was in the birth center, I struggled to feed my daughter on my body. And I wondered why it was so hard. And the midwife who was in the room said to me, because you've never seen it done before. And she was right. I did not grow up with people feeding children on their bodies in front of me or seeing what it looked like immediately after giving birth. And that led me to reflect on the fact that something so natural had to be taught. And that was a real disconnect for me. And in that moment, in those early moments, I began to think of my grandparents. Uh, We named my daughter after my grandfather. And so um, his spirit and my grandmother's spirit were with me really closely in this time. And I remembered how they died. Uh, Both of my grandparents died in hospitals. They did not die at home in their own beds. And I wondered now if they could have, uh, if we had known what death looked like, if we had known death's call and the signs and symptoms, would we have been able to better be there for them in their time to enable them to be home and comfortable Would it have been a different experience as they transitioned out of this world? 
And so I began to think about this intersection of life and death and how things that once happened in our homes and our communities were now happening behind closed doors in medical facilities, even when overwhelmingly many of us don't want that to happen. And I also got to thinking about Judaism. I am, as I like to say, a professional Jew. I have worked in the Jewish world and specifically the Jewish nonprofit world for many years. And I've done a lot of thinking about ritual. And I began to think about the rituals of dying. And I realized I didn't know what they were. I could tell you what happens when somebody dies. I could tell you roughly what happens with their body from a Jewish perspective. Um, What are the rituals? What are the things that we do as a community? When burial takes place, what does burial look like? When sh- what is Shiva? Right? How do we mourn? How does the community take care of mourners? What are the cycles of mourning? What are those time frames? But I couldn't tell you, and I still can't really tell you, what does Jewish dying look like? And that's because in Judaism, we don't actually have so much around Jewish dying. And what I want to do in this project is to explore that because I hypothesized that if we were to get better at being there for each other, whether that's us being there for the people we love who are dying or being there for our friends or family members who are holding people who are dying, we would be more empathetic. We could connect more deeply if we had more confidence and competence about the end of life and what that looks like. And so here I am. I am excited to be thinking about this, to be talking to doctors and rabbis and chaplains and ritual creators and and people who have experienced deep and profound loss. My hope is that by sharing their stories and sharing their wisdom, we can begin to craft a better language around death and dying from a Jewish place that we can get better when it comes to these really hard, tough topics. I don't mean to erase fear. I don't mean to make this ever sound easy. I do hope, though, that by pulling back the curtain, by being able to see what we no longer get to see in the way that we once did, that we might begin to feel a little bit more prepared for when we need to step in. I'm excited to have you with me on this journey. Thanks. Talk to you soon. To learn more about the Beside Project, head to besideproject.org. That's B-E-S-I-D-E project.org. <laughs>